I'm Rosa Mendez and I'm here at the number one Long Island broadcast, Monty Ferro. I have the best time ever! Hey, listen, Daddy. You're listening to the number one broadcast, Monty and Farrell, Daddy, in Long Island. The best pro wrestling broadcast of all time, I think. <laughs> Jimmy, I got to tell you, man, it feels good to be back on YouTube. It was uh, quite disappointing what happened to us, but we bounced back pretty fairly quickly. Well, what else would we do? We're almost at 5,000 subscribers. Well, speaking of that, man... Yeah. We need more members. Okay. What do you think we need to do to get the people of those 5,000 subscribers to come on and, and join the team as a Monty and a Pharaoh member? Nudity is out of the question. Any other ideas? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. But what I, I do have a few ideas. Well, just like Prell, they should tell two friends, and they can tell two friends, and so on and so on. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Check out all our content. But that's you know what? That's why you're you're the star of the show because guess what? Members get special content. Even we spoke about it. Farrell came to me one day and he goes, Man, what's the deal? I can't even watch some of these videos because I'm not a member. And I said, There you go, Farrell. You gotta be a member because this is what the members get. They get free content nice. that none of the other fans that watch this show get. That's right. You get Free autographs from some of these wonderful stars that come in, right? Nice. All you do is you go to the MNP webpage, or, right, our own page, yeah. and shoot us an email and say, hey, man, I want a picture of Tommy Rich. I want a picture of whatever. And, boy, that's we on its way. We give them their choice. That's right. We rock. We do rock. And you need to rock, too. <laughs> Join. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty DeFaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV, straight out of Ron Cockerman, Long Island. At the desk or the production area. Jared, how are you, bud? I don't have my mic. He doesn't, okay, have, he doesn't his have his mic. mic. We how are, are in. We are rocking right now. We are an hour late. We don't have our mic set. <laughs> we are on a roll. Your script is printing my out like shit. My script looks like a blind man couldn't make it out anyway. Well, but a blind man couldn't make out anything. We, we do have anyway. Marty Janetti in, but before we get to Marty, real quick. Yeah. Saturday's Kentucky Derby Day, buddy. Oh, Churchill okay. Down suspends trainer Safi Joseph Jr. after sudden death of two horses. What? Churchill Damn. Down suspended the trailer Safi jo Joseph Jr. on Thursday after two of his horses suddenly died. What, did he pump them full of roids? Horse roids? Maybe. What the hell would cause two horses' hearts to suddenly and cease? And that's why they, that's why they suspended him. What's oh. that? My baby mama, she's a horse trainer. She would know. Well, yeah, what does that? Well, we can't call her now, but yeah, we no. should find out what, yeah. what he really did. This, she's big into, you know, training. Yeah. If people don't know, that is the That's voice Marty. of the legend, yeah. Marty Janetti, who's right. in the studio. He has which, no camera. Right. <laughs> he has no camera. <laughs> which camera do I look there at? There you are. You just look straight just ahead. Look straight you're doing good. No, not at all. And you're sporting your Cinco de Mayo. Monty and the Faro. Monty and the Faro shirt, which looks good on you. Nice. Before nice. we get to you, Marty, got to do a few things. I'd like to thank the band that sings the theme song for Monty DeFaro and Jimmy Farrow, you know that guy, along with his partner, Bart Griggs, make Bart up the band Wisteria man. Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This great Life, songs. Not Far Behind, Here Comes great. the Rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Download on Spotify, Apple Music, or Reverb Nation. You like Wisteria Hall, Marty? Of course he That's my band. You better like it. Don't you place it. Thank you. Say yes. I got you. They're fantastic, right? Best thing since the Beatles, right? 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Then, well, there you go. <laughs> go along with it. Good job, Marty. He's you doing got, you're rolling. He's right. killing it. Of silence. <laughs> I mean, sympathy. sympathy. Sym- what was that? He prefers silence? Symphony of silence. <laughs> no, One of my the best God. bands ever. <laughs> That's great. What's their name? Symphony of Silence. What's the name of his band? Was there a hole? I had to tip him off. That's all. Wait a minute! You're not doing anything. What help? Not you're not helping at all. If you didn't know, you are uh, yeah, watching you Long Island's know. number one pro wrestling podcast. Monty DeFaro. You can catch us on the Monty DeFaro YouTube page, Monty DeFaro Facebook Live page. Hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Twitch TV, Monty DeFaro page. Catch us in New York on Channel 115 every Tuesday at. 9.30 p.m. and Saturday at 11.30 a.m. Farrow time? Where's the one o'clock in the morning? Why'd you get rid of Farrow Channel 20 at Tuesday fuck? at 7 He's PM. got a mask on now. Why does he have a mask on? I have no idea. What are you saying? The show stinks? Also, what please are you getting download at? No, intuitive. I-N-2-I-T-E-I-V-E. You said Sorry. load. Network. <laughs> Where you can catch Monty the Fire. We are not going to commercial break. Oh, no way. Jared, because no, we, we have Marty Janetti in studio. Hey! Hey! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Marty, why do you look like the Invisible Man? <laughs> what the fuck is going on here, Claude Rains? Well, I started with this. They said COVID was over, but it your did. breath. Oh, oh wow. wow. Well, you smell the Damn. you smell the lip all the way from here? But, that, but I heard Damn. New York City, but if you dress up like this, you can yeah. rob anywhere and get Man. away with it. Okay. They'll let you out. Yeah, they won't okay. even hold you. I better right. go I'd be worried I if I was at the cashier and you long. walked Never in looking like that. that in Florida. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Crime scene Janetti. So He's Marty, ready to go. You're going to 80s Con tomorrow. Ah. Yeah, that's tomorrow. What are you thinking about that? Can I really take this off? The uh, uh, over by right? all means, uh, by Marty, all means, let us see yourself. People would like to see you. Ladies and gentlemen. The what real, the mask, This is the real Martin Janetti. Uh, he's well. almost there. There he is. Yes. 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 What am I looking at? Which camera? Hey, just you look straight ahead at that thing in front of you. There you go. That You're dark good. one? Yeah, that one right there. You're doing <laughs> Leave great. it to the producer. He's got a whole what bunch the, of angles on you. You're good. And the, and the mic. Mike Marty. Check, mic check's good. You can fart sideways. It's going to look good. leave your glasses on. Leave them on. And sound good. But, 80s uh, wrestling con, that's y'all's gimmick. Yeah, tomorrow... Morristown. Okay. Morristown, New Jersey. Got you. Short trip, too. I think it's only like 40. Why am I yelling? Am I yelling? No. <laughs> no, you're fine. Yelling? You're fine. Uh, <laughs> short trip for us. I mean, which was always good. Man, it's been a long two days. Uh, but I've enjoyed it in here. This should be the main event. It should, this should have been the last thing I did. This is the main event, right. But you know, the you, main, you, the main you, event you, early. You used, like Hogan. You, Hogan like, was the main event at Madison Square Garden. There you go. But he'd go on fourth right before intermission, so he'd scoot out there and wouldn't hit the crowd <laughs> afterwards, you know. And we'd be the, the middle match, and we had to go on last. Now we hit the crowd. Okay, thanks, Hulk. <laughs> well, yeah. first of all, we want to say we're sorry that uh, you could have came under better circumstances. We understand that you're with Eric Sims. And and we really, we really feel bad for you. No, it's not bad. It's not bad. He's lost his wallet twice and didn't know it, though. I found it for him. Why'd you find it? Was there anything in it? Uh, There's not now. (laughs) Nice. Crime scene genetic. And I'll give him back some of what he had in it if he pays me correctly at the end of this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Eric Eric was uh, a little upset with us because last yesterday while you were oh, on no. we T-Mart signing, we were discussing Eric and how much he loves himself, and we put a picture <laughs> of him up there. He, sta- he stands in the mirror and combing his hair, and it, it's just this little bit. What does that take, like five seconds? What do you mean combing his hair? 
I caught him doing it. So what Look are you doing? This, we got a picture. Come to we've got a, we, we've <laughs> given this. a lot of the fans out there nightmares with uh, the uh, Eric Sims picture. But, uh, oh, I saw that. That was good. You sent it to my phone. <laughs> I did picture it and come right away, and you said, we watch this guy or don't let him touch your ass or something. I'm like, what's he talking about? And later, the picture came through. Then I was like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's this guy? What kind of food have you been given since you uh, hooked up with Sims on this particular trip? Say again? Have you been fed well? Oh, since? yeah. We've hit every McDonald's you can find. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What, do you get a kid's meal? Happy meal? No, it wasn't happy, but you know, it was kids. <laughs> we were talking the other day, right? No toy surprise inside. There's a good one. That's That's rough. Marty was That's telling rough. me he didn't, he finally saw a video of uh, <laughs> the Iron Sheik slapping the shit out of Sims, right? You enjoyed were it. Were you yeah, jealous well, as you yeah, swore? And I, and I got on to him about it. I said, what did you do to Sheik? He wouldn't do that. Uh, he was upset at Warrior. He wasn't upset at me. Well, he didn't slap Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> That's logical, Captain. Logical. Uh, and then you logical. told me Luna got him. Yeah, yeah and, she don't like him either. And, and, What's and, up with that? You know, Luna was, she was, she, she could snap real quick. You know, God bless her, you know, rest in peace, love her to death. She was a good friend. Yeah, she could be a wild one. She would fight before the guys would, and we'd go out to the bars, and if the guys were acting ass, of course, she was a girl. I guess that you weren't sure, though. Remember, she shaved her head, mm -hmm. and when she, ah, what do you want to do? Oh, what yeah. do you want to do, you punk? Oh, yeah. And they didn't know, is that a wait, guy? Wait, wait, wait. In, nah, in real life, in she's real life, in the bar, she would talk yeah. to you like that? I and bet. One place, yeah, oh, that's her real voice. Yeah, I she believe had a scratchy it. voice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she could talk soft. Yeah, I love you. It was still going to be a little grovel gro I mean, to it. Was she like this? Like, Marty, oh, do. <laughs> So I have to be Joey? nice to is that You know, you Gangrel is, is a good friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. Gangrel. Does he still go by that? Yeah, he does. The Grail, yeah. The, mm -hmm. Y'all know the, the Vampire Warrior. Sure. Vampire yeah. Warrior. Absolutely. Vampire, uh, He's awesome. sucking fanging, and banging, brother. He's a good friend. So, you know, they were together for so long. That mm -hmm. I, I don't mm -hmm. want to say any, any things that he don't need to hear. Yeah, but, bro, gender aside, Luna beat the shit out of most guys. True. Well, I, I'm thinking of one time we was in uh, Albany, New York, and we went to this little bar, <clears throat> like a little small dive bar, but it was the only thing we could find. It was me and Smoking Guns, remember Bart and Jim? Sure. And it, it, it later, well, they split up and I guess went a different direction. Poor Bart got had to fight Butterbean. Remember yeah, we that? know how that went. Yeah. Oh, God, Not too so well. Bad. Bart was a bad boy, and, it's, and Butterbean evidently is too. Yeah. I think Bart could have got him if he would just stayed away the first round, let him blow yeah. himself up, you know. It is what it is. But that punch. Boom! Oh, it was one of the ugliest knockouts. His back of his head hit every rope on the way down. Oh, man. And that was it. I mean, from what I understand, Vince was like, we can't bring you back now. <laughs> you know? Damn. Yeah, and then, but Damn. He, he still did good. I guess he went to Japan. So it did end his career, just, basically, though. Yeah, for WWE, it did. I thought we were talking about Luna. What we happened? were. So what happened here? That's Marty. brother's got ADHD. But anyway, ass, Marty, man. getting back to the basic thing, though. In the bar, though, guys wouldn't fuck with Luna. She'd beat their no, ass. Well, I was right? going to tell you, yeah, she would take up for us before we could. Yeah. You know, the guys yeah. were, were kind of smart. And, you know, the guns were tall. They were like 6'5", you know, both Did the were. boys respect her? I would hope so. Oh, yes. Well, Good. Dad, if Dad would have showed up, they didn't. Good. Good. <laughs> but, but she knows she was respectable anyway. Yeah. You know, she she never did anything outside the lines, you know. She never did shit. She didn't do like Sonny, mm -hmm. and, and I love Sonny to death. I got you. Know, you. As, as a, a, yeah. a co-worker or whatever, however you say that. But um, you know, but she was. They we back then we used to get upset because you got thirty guys, forty guys on the card, and you got Sherry Martell or you got Sonny, 
and they're going to get a whole dressing room at the L.A. Arena, and we're going to all pile in one, 40 like of us one, so one person. But, yeah. I mean, you have to. It's a girl. She can't dress with us. How did you feel with transgender? I'm sorry, Marty. How did you feel with Sonny's recent, you know, Legal legal problems. Does that like really bother you? What is wanting to know? I feel bad about? for her because you know I like her. I I, I liked. I probably am one of the only guys that wasn't with her though because you know man can't talk about that can we? Um, Why not? Go ahead. Well, I mean I like her to death as a friend and um, and she but it was, she was Chris's girl to me and always will be. Right. You know and and he, he loved her to death and he had to fight for her so much. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you this right. So you, you bring that up, and this has always been a problem with us, and we've asked many wrestlers this. I don't think we ever asked you this. No. Um, and we'll, it's funny, you, we'll parlay into something else. We'll right get back to Luna, though. Yeah. So we'll just, sure. hey, count how many open-end stories we leave. Yeah, you ain't That's kidding. one. <laughs> how did you feel, right? Chris is your boy, and then your former partner, Sean, was like having sex with Sonny and well, behind never, his back. Uh, the, the good part for me was I never actually had to see it. I mean, the actual act. Right. I, I know one time at the LA, LA Arena, I mean, I knew that, you know, I knew Sonny, I hate to say it, and I love you, Sonny, and I hope you get out of prison soon. I think she's in for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Probably life, but that's... Could be. And that sucks, man, because she's not an evil person. She just couldn't control the, the alcohol, you know? And I know what that's like. I had a problem one night. Uh, I couldn't stop all night. And it might have been, might have been the time I went two days in well, a row. Not, not to bring you down on this, Maybe Marty, three, maybe but, four. But I'm sure that the wife of the gentleman that she killed probably feels a little bit different. But Marty, what would you say? Marty, what would you say? She killed someone. I didn't know they died. I thought yeah. they were waiting. Marty, what would you say to What would you say to Sonny if you could say something now to her? What would you say to her? Damn, girl. <laughs> I mean, what else can you say? I mean, there's, there's nothing helped. And um, so the person died. So now that's mans or manslaughter, vehicular manslaughter, mm -hmm. and uh, and you ended a life. And I, I can I can tell you this, um, and I hope my niece. I'm sure you don't mind, Lisa. Uh, my niece just went through a traumatic thing where traumatic yeah, thing where um, she hit a guy in the road. She was going around the curb with a highway. A bunch of homeless people are known to live in the woods right there. And, I, I, whatever they do, shoot up. Am I looking at y'all or should I look straight ahead? You're doing You're fine. Good. You can look matter. any way you want, Marty. Okay. It's all good. Well, I don't want to shun the people at home watching. Or, no. Or, but, um, all good. Yeah, so, so she comes around a corner. But it is sort of on a hill. You can't really see. She's looking She's looking towards the woods to see if any of them. They're like zombies. They shoot up or do whatever they do. Mm -hmm. And they come zoom, 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 out into the highway. And so she's looking that way to make sure none are, you know, coming around. And she looked, turns around, and one right in front of her standing there. And poop, poop, she, she hit him. He, you know, I, I know what that sound is like. Uh, she told me that she can't get it out of her head. This is only like five weeks ago. This is kind of mm. fresh. Mm. And it ties into, you know, with Sonny. So I'm sorry if it was going the long route to I tell I got you. Um, she... Uh, She's a very, a very big time, good Christian girl. She was coming home from working at the church late uh, when she hit the guy. Uh, but she said, you know, I never, I can't get seared in her brain that sound with the hitting the hit the front where she hit the front and he flew into her windshield and then off. And I told her to be happy you didn't wreck and hurt yourself, you know, but she, she managed to bring the car to stop and she was just, pat, you know, froze. 
and other people came out. To, you know, she, she he ended up in the hospital and for days she didn't know if he was going to live and it just tore her up because everybody had told her like that you weren't at fault and, and, and on top of it, this is my great city of Columbus, Georgia, uh, five people had been hit in the last two years. I think three of them had died. That same right the there same with the people spot. wandering to a highway. Right. Uh, JRL at Parkway, I think. It's a, it's, a, it's a parkway. Cars are not going 30 miles an hour. And uh, she was just getting on, so she was picking up to, to blend in with that traffic going fast and when she hit. But she, her big thing, everybody was trying to tell her, console her, and say, no, nah, you, you, there was witnesses that saw it. And plus one girl had called in and said, I just called 911 because I almost hit him. And I called 911. I wish they could have got there sooner. She wouldn't have to deal with this. Uh, so, I mean, she was going to be at no fault, but that did her no good. She was like, no, this is a life. If this person dies, I ended a life. Mm. That's the only way she could look at it. She couldn't look at it like they were at fault. You're not going to get in any trouble. She, her only concern was her, her, she was responsible for life ending. You know, it wasn't her fault, but still, she was involved in life ending. So, I mean, if Sonny did that drunk, shouldn't she feel worse than what my, my niece did? You know, I mean, she well, that should would, that, not want that, would, that would actually be uh, accountability, accountability yeah. and remorsefulness and empathy. Does Sonny have any? You know her. Does she have account? It doesn't seem like it over the years. I mean, maybe I'm being She's, judgmental, uh, but I, it's kind of hard not to at this point. She's a, uh, I don't want to say a sociopath, because I'm not sure, I'm not a doctor, but you know, sociopaths really have no bad feelings for anything except that they only get upset if it affected them. They mm. don't feel empathy or sympathy, you know, for anything. And I don't, as much as I love her to death as my friend, and you know, Chris is, were they married? You know, I think they were married. I, I, they I, might as well have been. Might as well have been together the since other. kids, yeah. Right. Um, and as as his girl that he cares mm -hmm. so much about, yep. um, you know, I loves her that way. Uh, you know, loves loves her respect and care. But can, can I ask you this? Yes, sir. You said you were glad you weren't there to see it, so it. Oh, you mean the sex part with Sean? Right. It bothered you then that she was treating Chris Candido this way. Ed and my partner didn't mind. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, we would were Marty, all friends. Would, would Marty Gennetti ever stop to turn to Shawn Michaels and say, "Why are you doing this"? Uh, no, because at that point, Sean was in his bubble where he, he was untouchable. He would have just said... Was he already isolating you out of the picture? Pretty much, kind of. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. it, it was after we split off, and, and he just wanted distance from me. Plus, I mean, I, I, love, I love you to death, Sean. You know that. Uh, you've already admitted how you were back in those days. He's, he's admitted. You know, he goes, I was hard to, hard to deal with, and there's a better term, but he, he, you know, he didn't say I was a dickhead. Plenty of the guys that said it for him. So you you forgive you forgive Sean. Okay, for so now jumping back, we're gonna skip the the Lisa story of uh, my niece. The guy didn't die, and that was good for her. Good. She felt well, but she still wants to meet him, which we we're afraid that's gonna jar her back to the sack. Cause she was she went into deep depression over it. I bet. You know, bet. and again, it it was not because she did something wrong. Are no. you worried about getting you know, vehicular manslaughter or something? No, mm -hmm. she didn't. She, went, she didn't. She wanted to. She goes. I should get punished. I should. If I ended somebody's life, I should get punished. 
but it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was never that. But she just cared. Uh, life was going to end because she figures, and she had said, you know, God brought them into the world. It's not me that should take them out. You know, and no matter what, they were drugged up or whatsoever. It's not for me to do that. And you know, that, that's you know, accountability, like you said. But so now jumping back to it was at the L.A. arena. I probably shouldn't be telling this um, because, you know, Sean and I are on good terms. And well, Sonny, I, I guess she can't ever come and slap me or slap at me. <laughs> she's, she's not going to be around anymore. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, Chris was looking for her. The arena, you know, and she got her own dressing room like we was just talking about. And... Uh, he knew exactly where she was at. He could be in there with her. You know, there shouldn't be any other guys in her dressing room. And he goes to the door and it's locked. I may have t said this before on here on one of the episodes. Um, I know I've told it somewhere and I shouldn't have probably. <laughs> but, but it's old news. That was 1990, what, five or six or some shit. But um, it, the door, her door was locked and he's, you know, once the end's knocking. And, I mean, it's locked. It's from, locked from the inside. So somebody's in there. And uh, and he 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 you know he knew that somebody somebody not sure who it could have been Davy Boy Smith it could have been I didn't know about the Bret Hart I mean too I heard about this, there's been sunny days or something like that that whole deal Any and I don't know I never saw no was that, the, there was nothing to that oh I don't know I, I'm just saying that I just you truly don't know I truly don't know mm -hmm. I had never saw no evidence of it but it could but it could have been Davy Boy Smith it could, it could have been there That's was one time when she told Davy. Uh, the partitions that divide the dressing room. One time there were so many boys. I think it was a TV taping, and you couldn't, you know, pile all the guys in one room and give the girl one room, or Sherry one, you know, her or Sherry a room. So they put a, one, you know, the little partition things that divide a room, but it's just like you pull it, you know, like a, a, a mobile blocker thing to divide the room. Uh, you can hear through them because they're not up to the ceiling and there's a little four-inch gap at the bottom. So you, you can basically hear, you just can't see. And uh, a couple of the guys overheard uh, Sonny telling Davey, he was over on that side, she goes, when everybody's gone, come back here and lift my dress and fuck the hell out of me from behind. Fuck the hell out of me from behind. And we all heard it. We're like, oh, my God. We're going to make sure. What do we do? Do we go tell Chris, you better stay over there? And what do we, what do, we do here? Take pictures? Yeah, take picture. Lean under the little thing and take a picture. Tell wow. Sonny, oh, we heard that. <laughs> God, I got seconds. I got next. <laughs> Whatever. Damn. But so on the, on the L.A. thing, though, this is how much Sean was in his bubble and protected. He didn't have to worry about nothing. Um, and I'm sorry. I'm not trying to say any bad stuff about you, Sean. I just, this was back in 96 or 5. Marty, this had to piss you off. Come on. Well, they, that this particular the way he's isolating you and shit like that. I mean, that had well, to I piss mean, you I, off. I'd seen, I'd seen so much that that was just another day. You know? All right, so go ahead. Let me hear this story. <laughs> right, to, to finish this one, so um, Sean's music place. He's a, he's, a, he's a, uh, I was while I was at the curtain with Willie Nelson. I think it might have been WrestleMania. Oh, no, not WrestleMania, but Willie did sing at one of the WrestleMania 7. Um, some celebrity was doing a national anthem. I'm sitting there with them talking. I think it was that bodybuilding girl, that Miss Olympia, that uh, Corey Everson, Everson. Corey Everson. Yeah. I think we me and her were sitting there talking, and then people thought Jeff, her husband, thought Hulk and her. There was some reason she was hanging around backstage. Uh, 
and I can tell you that story <laughs> too later. But um, so anyway, as Sean's music plays, sure enough, the door comes flying open to Sonny's room. He's coming out, his hair's all muffled up, a little bit of sweat. Maybe it was, maybe it was warm in the dressing room. Who knows? Yeah, warm. <laughs> yeah. A little and, bit. And, and Chris is standing there. What are you doing in her, in her room, Sean? And he's like, get the fuck out of the way. My music's playing. And Chris just stepped aside like, okay. <laughs> just like, that was it. I mean, I guess you've got to feel untouchable when you get caught by the husband or boyfriend. And you don't care. And and, and you're, you know. My music's I'm sure playing. he was scared to death, you know, because yeah. Chris might have whooped him. I, I don't know that we don't need to even get into that. But, you know, when your girl's being screwed <laughs> somebody screwing your girl you you get a stronger than what you are <laughs> you know and the person that's in the wrong kind of shrinks a little you know so mm. they, you know chris might have you know done something but because sean's in that power position you know he's vince's guy um you know get out of the way my music's playing he just stepped aside like oh i'm sorry i'm in the way <laughs> you, know, wow. you know sort of like that you know? wow and then he went to the ring, and that was, that was the end of that. But I was just like, that just made me look at Sonny bad. I mean, Sean is going to do Sean, you know, and, you know, and Sonny does Sonny, I guess. Um, so, so, Marty, we talk often, but I have a little bone to pick with you. What um, kind of bone? Out of oh. nowhere, Dark Side of the Ring announces this episode. Oh, and yeah. who's appearing on Dark Side of the Ring yeah, is the you... great Marty Jannetty. You! And you never mentioned a word. No, nope. I'm good like that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're bad like Fill that. Fill us in. What do, you, what do you mean? What I happens? Mean, How do you end up getting an episode on Dark Side of the well, Ring? Well, yeah. let me, let me yeah. tell the backstory story of that. When, when I was, uh, you know, to, to beat Sean for the Intercontinental Belt, um, you know, they had a thing where I come out of the audience and, and do that. If y'all remember that episode where, yeah. where, where my, my friend uh, took me to the airport. His name is Curtis Burris, one of my best friends since 10 years old. I, Curtis, is. I did my first job in wrestling when I was 10 years old. And what it was was Curtis was kind of a little kid on the block and, and you know, I was able to do pretty good for myself at, at that age. And, and so, the, you know, a lot of little punk-ass kids around. And they picked on Curtis. I love Curtis, and I'm friends with him. And they, you know, they don't want to bother with mess with me at that time. You know, uh, so I told Curtis, I said, "Man, stop letting him." Be. He goes, well, "What can I do? Just run away." I said, "I tell you what, you know, when everybody's starting to come around, I'm getting a little. We're giving a little shouting match, and you're shoving match, and you just jump me and get on top, and you know, punch away." He goes, "Punch away." I said, "Well, don't hit as hard as you can, but <laughs> punch away." So the kids, the other kids, saw him beat me up. And they're like, holy shit, and they left him alone. They're like, okay, well, we're not going to mess with Curtis no more because he, he, evidently he's tough ass. So that was my first job ever. So Curtis is responsible for me getting into wrestling. First job I ever did. But so he took me, 30 years later, he, he's taking me to the airport. I told him I had to do an independence sh uh, show. And I said, I'm going to miss Monday Night Raw because uh, I flew in that day. Uh, will you please tape it for me? I want to see, I want to keep up with the storylines. He goes, yeah, no problem. I'm going I'm to watch it, so I'll tape it. And I said, yeah, watch it and let me know what they do tonight. Cause I'm trying to keep up with whatever storyline was a back storyline. And uh, he, he, you know, you have me, remember, if I'm in the audience, Sean goes, I'll take on anybody, anywhere, anytime. And then I come out of the audience with the hood on, the sunglasses like this, and the hoodie. And, you know, climb on up in the ring, Sean, like, like this punk. Who is this punk wants to take me on? Man, go, why don't you go back and you bought a ticket, you're a ticket buyer, or whatever he was saying. And, you know, he's fair. I took the glasses off and peeled the thing off. 
And then we had, uh, you know, it was a, it was one of my favorite moments. Good reaction, everything went good. But but Curtis did what you're doing. He goes, "You son of a bitch!" He he goes, "I watched the the guy come out of the audience with you know, all hidden and sunglasses and all that." And I'm like, "Oh, this guy's he may give Sean a run for his money." This guy, and he goes, "And you took the shit off, and I saw you." And he goes, "It didn't it, it rang my bell? It, it dawned on me that." That's the shit he was wearing when I took him to the airport. And I did, he goes, I didn't even realize it was you when I saw you. But because I, I believe in the old school way of if you're going to do a shock, you know, a shock type of thing, well, don't tell everybody. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, it kind of, I know now they do teasers before the show. They did one one time when I showed up to take on Kennedy. You know, it was like a just it was a spontaneous. Mm -hmm. uh, I just uh, I, I just show up and I'm mm -hmm. gonna take care of Kennedy for giving Sean grief or whatever. And it was a, it was supposed to be a surprise, a shock. And then you're reading on the internet a surprise appearance tonight by Marty Jannetty. Well, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and now it's just that's common practice, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know that's one of the ways that shit has changed. But so I still like. It, I always think it works best when you really do shock them. You know, to tell them we're going to shock you, it still might get some value, but I mean, you don't get the same values if you they didn't know, you know, and it was the same thing with Dark Side. Uh, and they had asked me, they had said, like, don't say anything until we're ready to start hyping it, you know, advertising it. Not even to Monty and the Pharaoh don't say anything? They did have you on the list that we could yeah. tell. <laughs> what the fuck, Marty? Sure they did. You call them six times a week because the bagels are overpriced in your area, but you can't fill them in on this? That's that's fucked uh, up. And, and and two, to be Fuck honest, it. I, I kind of was like a little nervous about it, this show, um, you know, because look, look at the name of it, Dark Side of the Ring. Right? Oh, Dark Side of the Ring. You know, and and a lot of people don't like them, you know, because they think it's hit pieces, you know. Yeah. Well, that's what I was worried for you. I was like, man, well, this and is I was be a concerned with it. Do you but, think it's a hit piece show? What that? do you think? Is it a hit piece show or what uh, is it? I, I was staying on red alert for for that, seeing what they were <laughs> doing. Alert. When I'm on the phone, I'm making sure what I'm saying can't be spliced and put in like. So after seeing the final product, what's your impression? I ain't of seen the final product yet, though. But going through the filming, uh, the and fuck? that's what I wanted to do was see it before I started. Wait a minute, out. they're gonna release it and they haven't even asked you not, if it's they're not finished. We're still adding Ooh. shit in. Okay. Uh, but all right. Uh, you Very know, well. um, one of the producers that I'm working closely with, um, the crew that came down to the video for the interview and the on location shots around Georgia and and where your guy that you know the storyline of the guy that got murdered and back to the river. They went to the bowling alley. Yes. <laughs> yes. Got a ball. Because that story, that's the dark side of the ring. <laughs> you know that story. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, like that one went worldwide. We we're gonna mention it. Is that okay? I'm like, Did you hesitate when they contacted you? Like, oi, I don't know. Uh, about this. Of course, once you know, because I had watched the dark side once and it was most everybody on it's not alive you know it's, right. it's, it can't defend themselves right. I thought, well i'll be alive so i can defend myself hey you broke the mold congratulations yeah. and, and, right. and and too i was watching you know something about one of my friends that i didn't know you know i learned a lot from the show right. you can learn a lot from sure. dark side because they dig they, deep and they get truths they yeah. don't I mean, they're, they're, when I tell them something, they go deep and investigate to make sure right. it's true as far as all their research. Right. You know, they don't put up some, like, well, right. he said that. You know, you know, they don't go with that. They, they investigate it. So it's factual. Um, it's not necessarily always stuff that you want to know about somebody. 
but it's going to be factual. And and like I said, I, I was learning things about some of my friends. I'm like, I, damn, most friends would, would roll warrior hawk all that time. I didn't even know that, mm. you know, or, or who else did they do that? They've done a few of my friends. In fact, almost all of them are my friends. Um, just said, like Dino Bravo, you know, I would, me and him were pretty good friends. Uh, and there'd been so many different stories put out on how he actually died. Why we all were on, knew why, and we was all accurate on that. But you know, there were different stories of why. One one story floating around by that was, you know, he wasn't working with WWF no more. Uh, but yet he was, he was in some money, you know, through what they were doing, you know, selling the cigarettes and selling cigarettes or whatever. Knocking over the trucks and selling cigarettes, whatever it was, he didn't have a way to explain why he had money because he wasn't with WWE, and they asked him to to back off of buying. And then the story that was that went around for a little bit among some of the boys was after they told him that, like within a couple of days, he bought a a ten foot in ground pool, you know, which those those aren't cheap. And then, you know, that was like, they just told him not to do that kind of shit, and he did, and, you know, the, the, the 15 to the head or to the gut and two to the head. And then mm. even that was told differently. It was more shots to the head, the few in the, in the body. But uh, but it, it, it was just so much, you know, and then Dino being a good friend and you're hearing these things. I mean, I don't care if that's what he did, you know, for a living away from that. Probably makes me a bad person, but I don't care if he's, you know, stealing cigarette trucks or or taking the cigarettes, stolen cigarettes, and rebooting them. Well, I'm flexible with that one. Yeah, yeah. I so, got you. So, I mean, Marty, we're, we're, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. We're going to bring you up here, and we've got some fans on the line that are going to video chat and ask you a question. You up for that? Yes, sir. All right, perfect. We'll take a quick uh, commercial break. I'll get the chair up here. Excellent. Let's get his headphones up and ready. And. Uh, we, we really went no direction in that segment, did we? <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of did. Wait a minute. Right? It's like McCartney's legendary song. We were here, there, and yeah. everywhere. <laughs> we'll see you in a second. Yeah. <laughs> and Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage. Ask for Jack. Wrestling fans, now you too can look as cool as Monty and the Pharaoh by wearing the official Monty and the Pharaoh sunglasses at night for $8.99 each. That's only $8.99 each. Now available at MontyandthePharaoh.com. Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No, I mean I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental, Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP.
All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. We're going to do a little something special here as we've got our good friend, Mr. Marty Jannetty, who should and will be in the Hall of Fame eventually. One day. Um, Hurry up already. We'll be taking calls uh, for a setup. So who do we got up first there? Oh, Spidey I know Man. her. That's the first lady. It's Miss hey. Maria Davis, the first lady of wrestling. Happy Cinco de, Ma de Mayo, we Maria Davis. We first met him damn Happy right. Cinco. Yeah. Gee, thanks. Gee, thanks. <laughs> hey, hey, Maria, what's happening? Hey, what's up? Happy Cinco de Mayo. video just for a second, and we'll get you on there. Live and in living color. What are you doing, Marty? Oh, my God. How you been, though? I've been really good. How about you? I've been doing all right for a white boy. <laughs> well, that's okay. I hey, I don't discriminate, so you We're know. Fly for a white guy. You're no limit soldier, also. Well, well you know, I always did. I'm hearing like skips. Is that normal? Yeah, that's normal. You're probably normal anyway. Maybe Just uh, concentrate on your own voice. You're good. Yeah, that's how you do. I said, I, I was glad that you were coming. I said, that's sex kitten meow. Marty's the sex kitten meow. You're looking good right now. Right. Where you at? Of course. <laughs> I'm in Monroeville. Oh, you're still up in Pittsburgh. Now, I'm in Monroeville now. It's in Pittsburgh, but we're about like 20 minutes away from um, Wilkinsburg. Right. I used to live in the hood, but then I upgraded. Oh. To, to a better hood? You would like the uh, yeah, Jeffersons move no. on up to oh, the east side? <laughs> to the Jeffersons. We did the Jefferson move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we. Uh, well, no, they moved on up to the east side. Yeah. <laughs> what Bentley is their neighbor. Oh, now I'm oh, really yeah. dating myself. This is horrible. <laughs> hey, Maria, right. by the way, yeah. Maria, by the way, thanks for stealing yes. our draft pick. Way to go, Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, sure. Thanks for taking yeah, our like draft pick. I can see you better. I'm going to look that. right here. I can see you better. Or oh, Applebee's. Yeah. Today, I did have a margarita for you guys. Nice. I had an apple margarita, oh, and nice. then I had for Marty, I had a um, a pina colada, and then for Cinco de Mayo because I'm a mixed drinker, oh, so I was just today? drinking everything. They were doing shots Shit, and everything. Yeah. Shirt, says Marty, what do you mean? Is that today? <laughs> I, I totally miss it. It's not over, is it? No, no, no. It, they have a yeah. convention. They have a convention here, and they're doing uh, tattoos and booze. I said, "Well, I already have tattoos, and I had booze already, so I don't need to go down there." <laughs> Let me see your tattoos, especially if you got to go down Would there. You Wait, what? Well, you have to go on my. It's a family show. Well, I don't know if you can or see it. It's on my show. arm. <laughs> I got one on my arm for my birthday, and I got the other two on my thighs. So if you go on my page, you can see them. Ah, I can see your thighs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm getting lost on this. I'm really shy. <laughs> I've missed you though. I, ain't seen I you know you did. We said hello on Facebook here and there, but uh, you know that the last time I saw you was with Dan Marotti. Well, can there. I can I ask you a quick question since you're yeah. about Marotti? Um, yes, oh God, why? Uh, here we go. We miss him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you just say we uh, miss him? Do you miss yeah, him? Yeah, definitely. Miss him? Yeah. I mean, we had a couple of disagreements, but I mean, people do that, especially friends are going to have a disagreement, yeah. Yeah. especially yeah. Uh, ones yeah. that are very passionate about what they do, you know, and, and, and right. I was big into wanting to get that podcast. You're always trying to elevate it a little higher than what it is, no matter what it is. You're still trying to reach <laughs> higher. Sure. And he had his. Yeah, he always fudged his numbers. He fudged his numbers a lot. Yeah. You know, that's the thing that really got me about him because he was so fake. He was cool at first, and then when um, 
you know, Rick B started his shit. Well, Rick B started that, you know, shit about when I just let them know how he was treating you and Tony, then he's going to run back and tell old fat ass departed Dan up in the sky. And I was like, so fucking what? I'm a grown woman. I can say whatever I want. Like, what are you going to do? And then he apologized. He says, Maria, well, I, I didn't know. I, I, I just took it. I just took it the wrong way. I said, no, you took it the way you wanted to. And I said, but it doesn't matter because, you know, like I said what I said. And he said, Dan said, oh, well, Maria, you're a fat bit. My, your ass is fat. I said, of course. That's why I'm getting plenty. What are you fat doing? Fat is a P-H-A-T? Nothing. Or, or yeah, yeah, P-H-A-T, not F-A-T. P-H-A-T-T. Now, you've been around enough black people, Marty. You know what that's about. Well, Come it's on. Be, it's, uh, it's juicy booty now, though. There you go. There you go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I just wanted to share with everybody, you know, when you and Sean first came to um, the Civic Arena back in like the mid 80s, you were at the Pittsburgh? Civic Arena. And so, I, yeah. yeah, and I had saw you guys on um, ESPN when you were with Vern Gagne. And every Saturday, I was like, who are these two good looking guys? And it was you and Sean. And so when you guys came vision. to Pittsburgh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, that's why I'm wearing these sunglasses now. Yeah. And uh, so I went and bought some binoculars because they were saying, you got to really see these guys, Maria. They're really hot. I was you like, okay, so me and about. Would you yeah. have spring and well, fall you know tickets? what? Women, spring over defense women fall take the binoculars. Watch from out there. Bro, yeah. We take binoculars so that we can do up and close. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, actually. Yeah. She bought binoculars to see you. I'm yeah. It's corner cool, where you were Seriously, looking. You Maria. might not have needed that's, them. That's some serious. <laughs> well, listen. <That's> cool. <laughs> oh no, we God. took the first of all. We went up into the civic arena to the nosebleed sections. Mm. So we smoked a couple okay. blunts, and then oh. we came back down, and then we brought out the binoculars. And when you guys came out, honest to goodness, this is no lie. Women were actually fainting, and you know, whenever they put the house lights on, you know that's bad because you guys had on your pink tights and you know them white like right, shirts you had on side. like above your stomach, and yeah, you had them little headbands on, and yeah. you guys were just trotting down there, and then you got into the ring, and everybody just went ballistic, and women were passing out, fainting, and they had you to call the paramedics you. because a lot of people really, I mean, I was like, oh my god, so that's when I put on my my binoculars so it we were doing pretty, those up and close was, visual effects pretty wild when you back, and Sean. in the beginning i mean it, 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 especially with impact arenas that were in tight what did jimmy Cornette say my god they had more sex on the way to the ring than i've ever had in my life <laughs> it's maria, probably true <laughs> maria that's really awesome that you did something like that maria thank you for calling in we got to get to the next caller but you are definitely yes. definitively the first lady of wrestling thank you Hey, it's Love good to see you again. Hit me up on the Facebook. Good every to so see often. you too. Okay. Who we got, Mike? Who we got up there, Jared? Benny. Benny. Benny! from Dan and Benny in the ring. Benny, can you hear us? Benny and the Jets. Yes, sir. What's up, Benny? How you doing, me? brother? Benny, you look fine. familiar. Have we ever met? We have not. Not, not in this lifetime, anyway. Not in this I lifetime. To, say that I been another one. to be determined that in the future. Be determined. There you go. Uh, I do have on a shirt that I bought at the same uh, pro shop that uh, Judge Smiles got his hat at, though, at Cat and Caddyshack. Okay. Okay. Benny, what do you got for uh, Marty? Okay. I'm hearing so, real good. Um, He's go a little low. I want to go back to the uh, time, uh, Kansas City. Uh, what was it like working for Bob Geigel um, and and Harley Race? And, right. and then um, what what uh, 
What was Bob Brown all about? I, uh... Bulldog Bob Brown? Yeah, yeah he was a problem child. I mean, I, I fell in... so over? Say again, I'm here the last part. Why, why was he so over? What, like, what was the intrigue about him? Bob Brown. Bob Brown was over because he was a booker. <laughs> <He's>, oh. Because <laughs> he would uh, make sure he won the matches. <laughs> I mean, if you just win all the time, you force yourself down to people's throat, they're going to say, okay, we like you, go away. <laughs> what was your experience in Kansas City like? I uh, loved it. Uh, you know, it was the first place. I, man, it's, it's coming in different. I'm hearing myself say it here. I got you. There's a little space there. Just lock in on Marty. Used to, yeah, just lock in on Marty. Yeah, just lock in on Marty. You're good. Um, it was the first place is where I started in 1984. I hate saying it, April 5th, 1984. Damn. <laughs> and uh, long time ago, getting the hell out of Columbus, Georgia, was a pleasure. And Kansas City, there, you know, the, the, the Missouri itself. It's right on the river. You go across the bridge, and you're in Kansas. Kansas City, Kansas is right there. Uh, and and I, I'd been to big cities before, like uh, I just say. Fucking mirror. Oh, pull one off. Maybe you'll be a... I, I did. I had that Yeah, one there off. you go. Go ahead. But, um, you know, I, I've been to Atlanta. I was, Atlanta was pretty big. It, as you know, that's, that's our big city growing up in Georgia. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm, Kansas City is a pretty big place. And, and, and the central states, all of our cities that we went to were the capital. Went to it. We'd go to Topeka, Kansas on Tuesdays. Wednesday was uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, a big big place for for Nebraska. Uh, Thursdays were Des Moines, Iowa. Pretty big place. It's the biggest place. And and Fridays we go to St. Louis. St. Louis is very big and and, and very. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in St. Louis. <laughs> you got to see things you never saw before in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and and then every so often we'd hit a little off towns like Rogers, Arkansas, or Sedalia, Missouri, or Springfield. Um, but I was getting to see all these new places. I actually, I actually loved Harley Race. The guy that trained me, Jerry Oates, um, was a big he, Harley was his hero. So I got to hear Harley stories all the time. And then I met the guy, and he was everything that Jerry said he was, and more. Bob Geiger was the nicest guy in the world. Um, yeah, I loved him to death. Working for them was great. I actually liked Bulldog Bob Brown, but it was hard to do. Uh, and if he knew you liked him, he made it even harder. <laughs> but um, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to talk bad. You know, he's not here no more, so it's hard. You know, I don't want to say things about him. That, uh, he was just hard to deal with. Sort of like my old partner in his younger days, <laughs> Sean mm. Michaels. I mean, mm. I had a lot of partners. But uh, I, I actually, I absolutely loved it. And and two. At the time I went there, when I got the call to go there, I was working for North American Van Lines driving a truck, tractor-trailer truck. You know, I would drive six, seven, eight hours with a load of furniture. I'd get out and I'd have to wrestle the furniture. I mean, you know, I'd have to unload all that shit and then either deadhead back, which means no weight, or pick up a load to bring back. And I'm thinking, you know, Jerry said that's what it was like in wrestling. I'd rather wrestle you know, somebody else in a ring than do this furniture shit. So that's what drove me there and, and going to Kansas City. My first paycheck was bigger, not much, but it was a, it was bigger. It was like only $450. This is back in 1984. 
and I'm like, well, I just got the biggest paycheck I've ever got in my life. I mean, I love wrestling. <laughs> All the driving, the, the guys hated the driving. It was like, Wichita was Monday. That was, that was like a four-hour drive, th three and a half the way we drove. Uh, you had St. Louis across the state was a four-hour drive. Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska, and Des Moines were three and a half hour drive. But it was fun to me. I was having a great time. I was loving it. A lot of the the guys that are veterans like like me now would probably hate all that shit. Like, oh man, I don't want to drive that four hour drive. When you was a kid, I mean, it was great because I know what girls I'm gonna see all over there. This one and that one, and the drive was worth it. Yeah, I know. It always goes back to that. Girl in every port. <laughs> there you go. Marty, can I ask you a question? I've you always. I well, not yet. Um, I always wanted to ask you this. Um, do you feel that your career should have reached a higher level and, of course, yeah. and, and you failed because for whatever reason? Do you well, feel I, you I, failed? Well, it, well, I, I don't want to use the word I, failed. No, well, seriously. I, I, did, I didn't reach the potential. You know, right. I had potential. You know, Warren Sapp one time put the, uh, the word potential in the, in the best uh, definition. You, you know what potential means? Ain't done shit yet. <laughs> uh, but I had so much more potential. Uh, but I is it fair to put yourself in the ain't done shit yet category? <laughs> no, fuck that. That's potential. So what do you do with yourself then? Oh, man. Uh, you know, women were always the kryptonite, but I mean, so in partying. But I mean, I was doing that the whole time, climbing the ladder, the WWF and WWE. And, and even when we got there, still partying along the way. But, you know, Marty, regardless, reputation aside, I don't think remembering hearing that you were unreliable when it came to your schedule no, back I, in the day. I could party so still do. was it partially booking and you're partying? What was well, it? Well, I will tell you. Uh, when Sean and I, got, we climbed the ladder together as the rockers. And when it came, you know, after the little fight we had and, and Sean kind of, you know, the friendship, we were like brothers joining at the hip for seven years. I mean, we, we rode together. We were never apart. Mm. So we get back to wherever we lived, Minneapolis, uh, down down after WWE. At one point, he was living in Tampa. I was in Orlando. Those are the only times we were apart. I was in Orlando. Uh, I mean, we rented a car together. We'd ride together. We would uh, go eat together, go to the gym together. We'd go to the building. At nights, we'd party together. We'd bring girls back together. And sometimes it was just one girl, and they were up, you know, for... A good, you know, we'd, we'd have girls together. Uh, I mean, we did everything together. Uh, I mean, we was as close as two guys. I remember Bret Hart and even uh, Dynamite or Davey Boy, one of them, of the British Bulldogs, came up and said, you guys don't want to do that, not here, you know, in WWF at the time. Um, you know, the tag team guys, they split, and Anvil and him, uh, Bret, they didn't ride together. and couple of the others didn't ride together and we we're like why is that you're like you're going because we're on the road now 300 days a year 300 plus days a year you're going to have problems with each other you know 300 and we never did we thought well we've been doing it in awa is working 15 16 times 17 times a month you'd go a full month straight wwe back then wwf but we, we never had no issues. It, wasn't, it was just a party. Every day was a party. If we was on the road 300 days a year, we partied 290 of them. In fact, I've, oft, I've often said that 
you know, we, we would party, I mean, it's true. I mean, the, guy, the boys would tell you that. We, we would party on Monday nights, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. Come Friday, it's time to party. We're burnt out. <laughs> we're like, oh, man. <laughs> Friday, I hate yeah. All right, so, Marty, we're out of time with Marty. Marty, can you hang out with us here? And we're sure. going to bring Val and uh, Eugene and Nick in in about five minutes. And, yeah. you know, let's just have a casual conversation with them. I How's appreciate it? you hanging out here with And, us. Benny, thanks for the call, brother. Yes, thank you. It was good to meet you, bro. All right, guys. I, I love Kansas City. We'll be back in about five minutes with Val Venus and Eugene. Hello, Marty. Hello, Hello ladies. Okay, let me get, grab you a, a drink or something.